Hey friend, have you experienced success in your business yet you still feel empty? Do you believe that God has a purpose for your business, but you feel stagnant and lack clarity on how to grow it? Listen, it takes clarity of how God defines and directs us, plus discipline to take the action that leads to consistency and growth. And clarity is what we are talking about this month on the podcast. And before we get into the episode, I want you to know that I can help you through my private coaching. I work with a limited number of clients who desire to go deeper in pursuing Success God's Way. And this month, May 2022, I have two openings for my foundation or growth coaching program. If you've ever been curious about working with me, let's explore together. Schedule your 15-minute discovery call today at aaronharrigan.com slash discovery call or click the link in the show notes. Hey friend, welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, speaker, coach, and lover of tacos. And I'm your host for the podcast, Taylor Made for Christian Business Women, who have had success yet feel something is still missing. The heart of this show is to help entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. My mission is teaching women like you how to break free from overwhelm and overachievement so you can carry out God's assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. On this show, we apply biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to build a thriving kingdom business. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to learn to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way, let's get started. So it has been a hot minute since we had a guest on the podcast, and I can't wait for you to meet today's guest. She is Purpose, Success, and Confidence Coach, Shelly Mache, and she's an international speaker, best-selling author. She has worked with Taraji P. Henson, Shondaland. She has been on major networks, and she specializes in decluttering the thoughts of her clients while connecting their gifts and talents to their passion. So we're unpacking the gift of clarity, starting off the month with this incredible guest. Let's get started. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast, and we are talking about clarity this month. And I am thrilled to introduce you to my new friend, Shelly Mache, who talks all about clarity. And I know that the Lord has some wisdom for her to drop with us today. So Shelly, welcome. Thank you so much. I am excited to be here. I am so looking forward to this discussion. It gets me excited. (laughs) Yay, I know. So tell us, let's start with, tell us a little bit about you um, and then tell us about your journey of pursuing success God's way. Like, how did you get to this place where he's brought you? Absolutely. Well, first of all, again, my name is Shelly Mache, and I I get excited because women are my passion. And so I help Christian women and mainly I help Christian moms create and find that balance that they're looking for, as well as reignite passion, lost passion that may have been lost in everyday responsibility and activities while being able 
to address inner void so we can live that life that has been created for us. And so there, there are three parts to that. You know, again, it's being able to create that balance because how many moms just feel like, ah, you know, <laughs> so it's being able to create that balance and being able to find who we are because a lot of that gets lost when, you know, we're pouring ourselves out to our family, to our ministries and things of that nature. And then for us to be able to be honest with ourselves. So those are the three parts so that we can really tap into what are what are those things that we're missing inside to be able to live the life that we have been called to. So that is my my passion. That is my love. That is my desire. I love Christian women. I love women, period. I love moms and I love being able to help them find who they were before the titles and responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And I love that because that's where I was and that's who I was. And I was pulling out my edges going, who am I? Who, you know, where am I supposed to be? I'm just a mom. I'm just a wife, you know, um, where is Shelly? And so I was able to find my, my place, not just in my home, not just in life, but a peace in Christ, because I was finally able to find who he had called me to be, which was the one who's kind of that, that middle ground for women to be able to find who they have already been created to be. You getting me excited, Aaron. <laughs> I know. I'm like, Ooh, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> oh, I love this. Okay. So, so let, let's unpack that a little bit. So you said that you were able to find that. So tell us that where you were and and how. Yeah. Tell us the how because yes, because people know these things, they read these things, but what they so desire is give me the practical, like, okay, but then how do I do it? Yes, the one, two, three. So let me just give you a quick backstory of, of why I even came to, to that broken place. Because what people don't get is a lot of times they're looking for the, the answer on the other side without understanding the brokenness that came from the first side. Mm. And so for me, it was, you know, I, I was the quote, quote, relationship goals, the this goals, the that goals. <laughs> I was a single mom. I was working in entertainment and um, I ended up getting married a few years later. And I told my my uh, husband to be at that time. I said, you know, I've spent all this time in the entertainment um, industry, in the workforce. And doing that as a single mom was really difficult because I'm. I'm leaving my child at six in the morning. I'm not getting back to her until five o'clock in the in the evening. I'm dealing with all of this mom guilt. You know, um, um, there were some times where she wasn't treated right. And I, I don't want that again for another child. And so when I became pregnant with my second daughter, we talked about me leaving the workforce to be able to be at home which is what I wanted because of everything that had happened with my oldest daughter. What I didn't know is leaving the workforce, I left my identity behind as well. Mm. Mm. Because I didn't know that my identity was wrapped up in my titles. Mm. And that title was, ooh, entertainment. Ooh, I work for this company. Ooh, I have this position. Yay, yay, yay. But once that was taken away, and again, it was by choice. But yes. once I didn't have that to lean on, I sat back, Aaron, and I was like, so what do I talk about? <laughs> what do I talk about? 
same conversation. What right. do I say about myself? Because I hadn't found the identity of who Shelly was without all the titles that mm. were added to it. Mm. So the worth was attached to what was the biggest thing as far as I saw in my life, which was the career. That was the big thing. I was already a mom, but hey, the big thing is, oh, I work for this company. Oh, I work on these shows. Oh, I do this, this, this without me knowing it. So when I didn't have that to talk about, I had to look in the mirror and go, oh my gosh, I'm just a mom. Oh no, I'm just a wife. Oh, I do everything for them. Oh, oh, what happened to my passion? Oh, what happened? Complete meltdown Mm. in the mirror. Who crying, you know, when you, when you do the ugly cry and you, and you know, it's like, oh my goodness, I didn't know that I could, I could get so ugly when I cry. (laughs) (laughs) And I literally stood there and I had to come to terms with the fact that Shelly, you don't even know who you really are once we strip away the titles. If somebody says, tell me about yourself, you're going to automatically go into, well, I'm a mom. I work for such and such company. You know, I do this, I do that. And so what I've done is I've told you all of my roles, but I've told you nothing about me. So I had to sit in that mirror and I had to find out who are you? What do you like? Do you even like Cheerios or do you just eat them because you don't want your daughter to waste them? <laughs> we do that a lot as moms. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and so I'm like, do you like it? What do you like? What do you enjoy? What brings you, what brings you happiness? What makes you smile? I had to do a full metamorphosis on who I was. If you were never, if you never became a mom, who would you have been? Mm. If you never get another mm. job, who are you? Wow. And that was the beginning. So when people say to me, give me the steps, the first step is, who are you? Mm. Don't give me any titles. Write down, get a sheet of paper and write down, my name is Aaron and I am. Mm -hmm. Mm. So you want something, something practical? Tell me who you are. That's it. That's when clarity begins. That's when balance begins. That's when when God showed me I still had residue from an abusive relationship. That's when that's when you start seeing the dust on you. Yeah. When you sit down and you go, my name is and I am. You are who? Who are you? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I love about the practicality of that? First of all, you are speaking my language because <laughs> like I am all about like we start with who God says we are. But what I love that you do that's different than me is that you take it back to like, who are you? Not just the roles, not just the titles, but right. who are you? Where I come at it, and I know that you incorporate this, but then I and I come at it from like, who does God say you are in his word? And I know that Absolutely. you do that too. But what I love that you said is so true because it's that grass is greener, right? Like not, you didn't want to stay home necessarily because the grass was greener, but just because you wanted to be with your baby, you want to make sure that, that she was well taken care of and all yes. of these things. And so then we, we, we make that decision. And then it's interesting how God peeled those layers away to show you, hold on, Shelly, like you are still attached to what yes. the titles say. And yes. so often we tie our identity up in that space. Absolutely. And I and know a lot of times we audience, don't know it. That's right. And we don't know it. 
it's in, until like God brings that to the forefront, right? Like he bubbles up the impurities mm-hmm. and I, I know that women everywhere, especially moms feel that they feel mm-hmm. that. Yes. Oh, that's good. Keep going. Yes. Keep going. Yes. <laughs> and then here's the thing, Aaron, a lot of, and you know, a lot of Christian moms feel this because we have something added to it. And this doesn't take away from any any moms at all. But what happens is we're searching for who God wants us to be. And so that's that's one of the key differences between moms and then the Christian moms, because we're trying to incorporate. I'm not just raising children, but I'm trying to find out, God, who are these children that you that you loaned me to that you loaned to? Mm. me? So now I'm trying to figure out, Okay. I'm raising children, but I'm not, but I'm raising children in the world and not of the world. And so now I'm trying to figure out, okay, Lord, how do I raise these children that are so that they're not a hundred percent influenced by the world? You're going to be influenced by the world because we're people, but how do I raise my children now, Lord? Do I homeschool? Do I send them to school? Do I do this? Do I do that? How do I put all these pieces together? Lord, how do I be a godly wife and still serve you and, 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 you know, and, and not feel like all of the pieces are falling away. Lord, how do I find out who I am? Still serve you. Be a godly wife. Be a good mom. Do I do this? Do I do that? And we're literally driving ourselves crazy. Yes. Yes. You know what I love about the way you talked about that too, is that like, I can feel the angst. I can feel the frantic rising as you're saying that. And that is, yes. that is how we feel. That is how we feel. It's those moments in, you know, it, at the gym, we're like, we're doing the workout, but all of these thoughts are constantly going. They're or, still in our head. <laughs> yes, yes. That is so, so and powerful. So then we can't even enjoy the workout, which is supposed to be our time to find balance, clarity, release. Right. Because yes. while we're working out, we're like, okay, um, did I take the chicken out this morning? Oh, oh my gosh. What am I going to feel? Oh my goodness. Okay. I only have the babysitter for two hours. Okay. My husband gets off at four. Okay. So now what was meant to be me time becomes rush time. And I've, I, I still didn't find the fulfillment. Yes. Because I don't know how to balance it all and find clarity or even a schedule for what it is that I need to do, you know? And so our priorities, because we have five big priorities and we don't know how to balance those priorities, they become tormenting responsibilities. Yeah. And these are things that we're not talking about because we're walking around smiling, going, oh, I'm so happy to be a wife. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And you're tormented. Yes. With everyday responsibilities that you actually prayed for and that were a blessing. So now the blessing, you're not sure, am I blessed or is it a curse? But nobody is talking about that because we're not supposed to say that we're, you know, we're we're not blessed. Well, I don't feel blessed right now. Can somebody talk about the real side of that? Yes. Oh, that is good. Oh, I love <laughs> this. This is so good. So good. So I love that because you know, just the practicality of that, the practicality of what you can do. And starting with that I am exercise is, is huge and getting that. So once we start with that, like, okay, then what? So now we're going to look at, okay, my name is Shelly and I am. And so what I want you to do is I want you to sit in what I call intentional clarity. And so you're going to sit there and ask you write who you are. What I found is 
most women, when they begin writing who they are, first of all, they become emotional because number one, it's been 10 years since somebody asked them about themselves. Mm-hmm. And so you become emotional. And what you do is you start writing and you find out, wow, I'm a writer and I didn't even know it. Wow. My name is Shelly and I love poetry. Oh my gosh. Wow. My name is Shelly and I love to take walks on the beach. I'm a sensitive woman who, who loves being able to give to others. You start finding out about you. Oh, so good. And so now you start looking at, oh my gosh, I've left all of these things behind. So now that we know who you are, now we start to create a balance of how we can bring some of these things into your life. Yeah. So now we start looking at what's my daily schedule. So now we're going to write a daily schedule because we want to begin incorporating some of these new passions that we found. So now the exercise just gave you clarity on who you are. So remember, that's number one, finding clarity. So that exercise just gave you clarity. Number two, I said, we're going to reignite lost passions. When you decide to write down who you are and what you love, what you did is you actually start looking at some things that you left behind or things that you forgot about yourself. Mm -hmm. Wow. I forgot that I really loved to cook until it became a responsibility. Now I hate it. But at one time I love creating. Yes. So we're going to look at some of those lost passions. You find that in that writing. And now number three, we're going to create a balance. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to create that by laying out an actual written daily schedule daily. So when you look at that daily schedule, you're going to go, ah, this is what I do from eight in the morning to 6 PM. This is what I do on Mondays. Now we're going to take two to three priorities out of that daily list. We're not going to focus on doing everything. We're coming away from overwhelm. We're coming away from clutter. We're coming away from that. We're going to take two to three priorities out of that day. And then we're going to say, remember when I used to love to cook Today, after I finish priority one and two, I'm going to incorporate 30 minutes of looking at recipes. Mm. That's my time. The baby sleeps from 11 to 11.45. So from 11 to 11.30, I'm going to look at recipes. Mm. So now we just, now we got fulfillment. When you say that, I, I can sense the, for that person, that, that moment of like, Ah, that's yes, yes. Right, because now they're immersed. They're immersed in looking at these recipes, and I can just see them like, just oh my gosh, just dreaming about like just yes, oh yes, Mm, so good. So that's how we start. That's how we start the practicality. My name is so and so. I am boom, and it's intentional. So it's thirty minutes of you sitting in self, sitting in you. Because when we start looking at those passions and we start to reignite them, then we're going to start asking God to show us if it's connected to purpose. That's how we're going to find out who we are and who we've been called to be. Mm. And in that is fulfillment. In fulfillment is joy. In joy is peace. In peace. You see what I'm saying? Listen, All these things are connected. I mean, let me just, let me just connect some dots for our listeners too, because if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I talk about walking out God's assignment with clarity, which we're talking about serenity, which is peace, calm, untroubled, unruffled and fulfillment. So like, 
listen, y'all, do you see how God makes these connections? Like I'm just saying, <laughs> bringing this forward to you and the practicality of it. Yes. And I can sense, like earlier I said, you know, I can sense them taking a deep sigh, but I can sense the audience like relaxing their shoulders as you're saying. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. That is so, so good, Shelly. And, so- and it starts with just one, which is what I tell people all the time. It just starts with one. You know, um, being a, a life purpose and confidence coach, people look at the confidence side and they're like, give me the one, two, three of confidence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what they don't understand is before I could give you the one, two, three of confidence, you need to tell me who you are. Ooh. There's no confidence ever until you're solid in who you are, because once you become solid in who you are, that's where your confidence builds Yes, in who you are, because now you can't take that from me. That's right. Yes. Yes. And then coupling that, as you said, with knowing whose we are, right? Like the daughters of the most high King, we are his princesses. We're clothed in strength and honor and, and combining that to create what I call and I talked about this in my book, I call it Godfidence because it's not just confidence. Ooh, I love in, it. it. You know, it's, it's knowing like God is God and I am not, but I can be confident in the fact that he made me and who he says Absolutely. that I am. And you combine, because guess what? All of those things that you talk about, the things that you love and the, and the things that you, um, you know, whether it's poetry or, or writing or whatever, like those are all things that God gave you. That's it. Yeah. That's it right there. These are all things he gave you. And some, and some of our gifts, and here's the other thing, some, some of the things that he gave you are for others. Yes. And some of the things he gave you are for you. That's right. For your enjoyment, for your replenishing, for your uplifting, for your edification. That's right. And what we do a lot of times is we take what God gave for us to replenish us and we go throw it off on everybody else. Well, Mm -hmm. it wasn't for everybody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was for you. So there are certain things if you, you know, if you love baths and you love just being able to be in the bath, don't, don't, don't invite the kids in to talk to you (laughs) while you're back. That's for you (laughs) so that God could give you ideas. You don't just love water. You love the peace that the water provides. So when you go and take a walk on the beach, don't invite people to come with you. Mm. You've torn away what was meant for you to be replenished. Mm -hmm. If you want to take a walk with people, walk at the park because that's not your replenishment. Yes. That is so good because we often feel that we do have to include others or that it's selfish to take that time for Mm -hmm. ourselves. Mm -hmm. And yet we all have heard this a million times, you know, you can't pour from an empty pitcher, Mm -hmm. but honestly, God didn't make you to pour from an empty pitcher. Hello, God God gave you these things that are for you so that you would be replenished. God comforts you in those things so that you can comfort others. Yes. So good. Yes, that is exactly why, you know, we, and that's what we do a lot of times as, um, as Christian moms, as moms, period, we end up pouring from empty vessels. Yes. And we end up pouring from empty vessels because we've taken what God meant to give to others and taken what God has meant to replenish us. And we've given it all. That's right. And we haven't learned how to balance. And I I tell all women, 
that I work with, I work with Christian women, I work with non-Christian women, but I tell all women that I work with, the idea of 100% balance is it's just that, a beautiful idea. So we should probably drop that <laughs> because we have to understand that balancing is played with, with our seasons. So my season, I had a season in my life where I was a, a single mom. That was my season. So in that season, I had to give 80%, 70%, whatever it was, to, to pouring into being a single mom. So in that season, no, I don't have time to talk on the phone. No, I don't have time. I can't take on um, different activities at her school. I work full-time. I'm, I'm a full-time mom. I don't have, have help. I can't do all of the extracurricular things at church that maybe I would have done before. The my balance will never be 50-50. My balance will be what needs to be more heavily taken care of and what needs to be pushed back to a lower percentage, which gives me 100%. But we have to understand our season. My children are adults now. So yes. my season is different now. So now in this season, I can spend more time coaching and spend more time speaking and spend more time with Shelly because the season has changed. So that means that now I only have to give 20% to check in on them all the time or do this or do that because they're they're well-functioning adults. What season are you in? That's another thing that I talk about with my clients. What's your season? And we create balance around the season of our lives. Oh, I love that. I love that. And, and to honor the fact that like God gives us seasons for a reason. Absolutely. And yes. no season is better than the other. That's where we get caught up, you know, especially if you're a stay at home mom. That's where we get caught up that your season isn't as important. That's where I got caught up. I'm a stay at home mom. I'm a wife. This is not a great season. This is not a good season. All, all these lies. That was an amazing season. That was a season when I was pouring into my children, teaching them about who they who they were, giving them life. I, you know, I couldn't a hundred percent appreciate that season at that time until my mind began to readjust to, oh, wow, look at how amazing this is. Then I was able to go enjoy this season, girl. That's First of right. all, your kids will never be this age again. That's right. Your children yeah. are learning straight from you. You're able to attend every single play. I'll never forget my youngest. They had a um, a breakfast. I want to say she was in preschool and they had a breakfast and all of the moms or parents, because I believe it was some dads there too, all of the parents were able to get to this breakfast, but you could see that a lot of them, you know, they only had a short amount of time. So they were there and then it's like, okay, great, great. I have to get to work. One child parent couldn't take off out of, what was it, about 20 students or 25 students. One child, her parent wasn't able to take off for, for that hour to be with her. And she boo-hoo cried because every other child had a parent there, whether they were there for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And I just saw how blessed I was. I didn't have to rush to That's get to right. a job. That's right. I was able to stay throughout the whole thing. I was able to hug my child, let her know, you know, because it was the breakfast that they did for the parents. And I was able to enjoy every single moment. I didn't have to leave quickly. And, and my child wasn't there crying because I couldn't make it. That's right. Yeah. And I saw how blessed that season of my life was. I was never just a anything. I was 
impactful. I was influential. My child have, have memories. She's 19 now and she has memories of me being being there. And yeah. this is not to say that another way is right or wrong. What I'm saying is we each season, we need to be able to balance things around the season and not take our season and try to make turn that into the balance. No, here's my season and I balance life mm. and things around love that. that season. So good. And it's, it's really addressing that myth of balance, right? That everything yes. is perfectly balanced all the time. And right. that's that's the myth. And what I love that you've talked about, Shelly, is that, no, everything is not balanced all the time. It's about the season that you're in. Yes. So good. Yes. What is your season? That's right. And, you know, and, there, and there's no particular, you know, because everybody is look, looking at it. I also get that too. Well, what are the seasons, Shelly? There, there is no, it's whatever you name them. <laughs> whatever your season is. You know, my, my seasons, you know, were, um, I had, I had a season of single parenting, you know, so there isn't anything specific. So people are looking for like, well, what's the name of the season? Is it winter season, fall right, season? No, right, none right. of those things. No, it's none of those things. <laughs> it's yes. none of those things. <laughs> this is none of those things. I love that. Oh, Shelly, this is so, we might have to have a sec. We, we are going to have you, another. You know, I'm going to be right here. <laughs> I know we're going to have to have another episode. So, um, as, as we bring all this together and I love that you've made it so practical that people can sit down and do this like immediately. Um, I would love to know how, how do people find you? And I want to assure the audience, all of Shelly's links and everything will be in the show notes, but where do you hang out most where people can really connect with you? Yes, there are two places that I, I hang out. I hang out on Instagram and I hang out in my Facebook group, which is Purposeful Christian Women. And so you can connect with me on either of those places. I'm on Instagram at Shelly Mache. I am on LinkedIn, but you know, I, I hang out more on Instagram. So you can connect with me at Shelly Mache, and I'll spell that as S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-M-E-C-H-E-T-T-E. So you could connect with me there. And again, I would love to be, a, um, to be able to nurture you, interact with you and, and love on you in my Facebook group, Purposeful Christian Women, because you've been designed for purpose and to leave this world empty, not live it empty. So, and, and for, for ladies who may be looking for those one, two, three steps of purpose, how to really step into your purpose. I have an amazing um, free guide that you can get on my website, which is shellymache.com slash freebie. Now you got to add the slash freebie in there or it's not going to take you there. Yeah. Got to get good, that part. Good. And that'll be in the show notes too. So people can click right on it and get there. So that's yes. perfect. Shelly, it has been such, I mean, I've just learned so much and thank you for making the time. And it's to use your word, it's been such a joy to have this time together. If you could, um, the last question I love to ask is if you could sum up this journey for yourself, right? The, how you've done this and really pursuing success God's mm -hmm. way to get to this, to where you are in this clarity and the work that you do, what would be the one word that you would use? Oh my goodness. Wow. Um, probably unexpected. Ooh, that's a good one. Probably. And the reason I say that is because I never really expected to be here in this position. My, my goals were to be an A-list actress is, is what I've always wanted. 
I never had a B side, you know, it was never like, here's the B plan. It was always once I'm out of high school, I'm going to, I'm going to hit the acting world and that's what I'm going to do. Um, I, I went to college. I ended up leaving college because I felt like, no, I want to hit this acting world. I got pregnant with my daughter. I didn't want to have to be on set at three in the morning, two in the morning and leave her with nannies. So unexpected. I put that part behind. I remember praying to God saying, you know, I want to be an actress. I want to be an actress. And, you know, and I remember um, God specifically saying, you know, like, what would I, would I give that up to follow him? Mm. You know, what would I give up that part? And I was like, I don't know. Let me think on that for a minute. Uh, let, let's talk, talk about it. People tend to think that when the Lord says something, you'd be like, sure, Lord. No, that's not my case. I was like, let's talk about this for a minute, Lord. You yes. know, that this is that. Yes. <laughs> But it meant it really, and God knows your heart. So it really meant more to me to be there with my daughter. But what God did is when I made the choice to say, Lord, yeah, I'll I'll walk away painfully, but I'll walk away. God opened up doors for me to work in theater. And, And that was so, and to be on stage. And that was so amazing for me because what I found out is, wow, I love stage more than than being on film anyway. So I didn't know that I love stage more, but because God knew my heart that I would follow him, he opened up up that door and showed me actually, as much as you love acting, you really love this even more. So I love stage work. Love, love, love. Mm -hmm. Um, One day, maybe I will still, you know, end up on the big screen somewhere, but God has fed that acting bug for me. Yes. And I've been able to raise my children, which is really what I wanted to do. And I've been able to be a wife and I've been able to empower other women Mm -hmm. and find purpose. All because in my opinion, I allowed the unexpected to unfold. Oh, that is so good. That is so good. We are going to have to have Shelly back. I, I really hope I that you love all to. have enjoyed. I know. I really hope that you all have really gleaned practical um, application to this idea of clarity. And obviously, we're going to be unpacking that topic more on the podcast this month. But Shelly, thank you so much. I, I just, I pray, you know, God's blessing over everything that you touch and your family. You. and. That just, hey, will continue to show up in unexpected and amazing, you know, immeasurably more than you can think or imagine ways. And it is a joy to know you. And I am excited to hear from my audience how they've put your great tips to use. So thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. I know we went a little longer today. But was that not such a rich and beautiful conversation we had with Shelly? So be sure to go show her some love, how you can reach her. All the links are down in the show notes. Go check that out. And don't forget that I've got those two coaching spots open. So if you want to explore that with me, go schedule your 15-minute discovery call today. That link's in the show notes too. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle With Heart podcast each week. I pray it brings you value as you pursue success God's way to build a thriving business. Remember to check the show notes for my free tool and other helpful links. If this episode speaks to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social and tag me. 
And come find me on Voxer, where I love to connect with listeners in my podcast hangout. The link is in the show notes. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to hustle with heart and that pursuing success God's way will produce much fruit and impact his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.